Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. On this episode of the FinTech Five, we're speaking with Brian Romley. Did I say that last name right, Brian? Absolutely. That's perfect. That is a first for the FinTech Five. We're going to retire the show after this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Never do another one. Brian, you wear so many different hats, but right now, the one I think is incredibly exciting is PayFinders, this app that you helped found. Can you please describe PayFinders for us? PayFinders is a concept that I started back before it was called Apple Pay. I had uh, read some of the patents that Apple had put out there, and I pretty much got the conclusion that they were going to be doing NFC-based uh, retail payments and also, you know, online payments, uh, finally, all, uh, you know, all based on using biometrics to do the transactions. And uh, so back in 2012, 2013, I started assembling um, NFC locations. I started building relationships so that I can create the maps. And um, it was uh, a relatively easy task for me because I knew where everybody was in the payment space. And I knew it was going to be very hard for Apple, even if they got the uh, province from Visa and MasterCard uh, to uh, do it. And uh, certainly that's what happened. And um, I, I thought I was just going to give it out to the public. And it didn't work out that way because nobody really wanted it. I talked to Apple and they said, well, it's interesting. Why don't you do an app? And I go, sure. So I decided to learn to code and I put the app back out in, uh, I think, uh, November last year. And since then, it's done exceedingly well. Um, Apple Pay is taking off all around the world. It's doing exceedingly exceedingly well in the United States as far as uh, utility and use case. PayFinders has seen um, tremendous growth. Uh, We've been consistently in the top 200 of all the apps on the App Store, free apps, for quite a while. And um, it's still pretty much... um, you're talking to the uh, entire staff right here. So it's still pretty much me doing the entire thing. Um, not sure where it's going to go in 2017. I have some ideas and uh, I might have some surprises to print, bring up about that in the future. So the the importance of being able to pivot, right, as a founder? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I still see it as a hobby. It's not really something I'm putting a tremendous amount of time into. Uh, I'm not trying to overtly monetize it in any uh, you know, large way. Uh, it has allowed me to have a tremendous number of dialogues with merchants, both very large and very small, and uh, also uh, a number of entities across all the card associations. There's a, a beta version in uh, in China. I, I got a negotiation with UnionPay. We're the only Apple Pay map in China. That's unfortunately not available on the App Store for a lot of different reasons. It might at some future date, but it's it's a, a small beta test on a web app that I created. All the data has to stay inside the country, so that made it a little bit more complex for me. Um, but um, they are they liked what I did with PayFinders, so it's an interesting beta test. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm one of those that's of the opinion, and there's a there's a large group and growing like crazy that voices the next platform. And I, I don't know if platform is the word we want to use, but we're there, right? I mean, you look what happened this Christmas with Amazon oh my gosh. And Echo. 
Absolutely. Um, I call it the voice first revolution. And um, my journey started back in the, the 1980s when I built a voice board for Commodore 64 and Commodore VIC-20, Vic old slot thing. Uh, and I've always found it as, as fascinating as uh, as one could find uh, electronic pro projects and uh, computer technology. I've worked, I'd say, pretty diligently in re researching this. I, I, I wrote a manifesto in the late 1980s, which essentially ballooned 800 pages of prime text and thousands of pages of uh, reference materials. And it basically uh, thought experiments on what the world would look like when all of the pieces came together. And that is voice recognition, voice synthesis, obviously throughout the 70s, 80s, and 90s, that certainly gestated. But most importantly, the artificial intelligence and the intent extraction of what you're saying. So the AI is there, but the intent extraction is very powerful. And it wasn't until cloud-based computing was available vis-a-vis uh, -vis Amazon AWS, which almost everybody's using in one way or another, when that finally became available, the pieces were uh, in place. And obviously, Siri was the first iteration of this concept. Apple, is Steve, one of Steve Jobs' biggest um, last acts was to acquire Siri for Apple. Uh, he stated that it was larger than the iPhone and the PC combined, essentially. So he, he saw the future in this. The problem is, I'm not sure after that acquisition, Apple really did the things necessary to make it work. And, and so Daga, uh, one of the founders of Siri, went on to find uh, found another company called Viv. Viv just recently got acquired by Samsung. And uh, Viv is probably some of the best technology available right now. And we'll start seeing that come out in 2017. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it's finally here. And uh, I would say the calculator, before we've ever seen the PC version, Right. Let's just say go back in history before we've ever seen a personal computer before Steve and Steve went to a garage. That's what we're seeing in Alexa and Google uh, Home right now. And a lot of people can't comprehend that. They're saying, what do you mean? Uh, what I mean is we're not even seeing the beginnings of it. It's, it's a very crude, basic technology, but already it's taking what I would consider the country by storm. I mean, we're talking the best selling item in Amazon's history was the uh, Amazon Echo Dot. And that was just this Christmas season. I'm assuming you have an echo at home, uh, Sam. Yeah, great guess. And you know, she's become a, a fun part of our family. <laughs> the only, the only fun part we have is my daughter's name is Alex. So you can imagine oh every gosh. now and then, you know, her, her. When I say her, and don't you love that I, I, I gave it a. There you uh, go. There you go. But Alexa jumping into a conversation, going, you know, I'm not sure I understand what you know, you were asking, but you know, it's going to get fun <laughs> in the future. We'll have to give her a different nickname. I, I was, I also thought it was enjoyable watching Zuckerberg's um, video he did over Christmas where he had the uh, Morgan Freeman was the yeah, voice Morgan. for his AI. Yeah. You got to love that. So, you know, that's, I, again, I think we're on, I, I agree with you. I think we're, we're in the nascent stage. I can't wait to see where this goes. And I can't wait to do another interview with you because we haven't even touched on some of the other things you've done, but we only have about a minute left. So I have to dive in or my producer kills me. This is the rapid fire. You. It's the last minute. So just off the top of your head, you ready? Where do sure. you live? Uh, Southern California in a little town called Temecula. All right. If, if go out after this and we'll have a great picture of Brian on this. Brian <laughs> is the Neil Young of FinTech folks. <laughs> 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 I just gave you a title. 
You got to be Neil one of Young. the yeah. You got to be one of the coolest dudes. You know, every there's no one that doesn't like Neil Young. He's just the coolest dude that's been in rock forever today. And you're like the coolest dude that's been in fintech. Well, thank you. Forever thank you today. so much. So I got to ask, who's your favorite guitarist of all time? Uh, I would say Jeff Beck. Uh, I just loved his style. Uh, you know, obviously Hendrix after that, but uh, Jeff Beck had a big influence on me very early on. Yeah, I, I love Jeff Beck. Uh, I grew up in Detroit, so I, I unfortunately, or I shouldn't say unfortunately, I did grow up in Detroit. I, got, I have a <laughs> distinct love for Prince. Um, when oh it my comes gosh, to the guitar! By the way, just love that guy. He was. Yeah, I've seen him live so many times. It was just underrated guitarist, uh, incredible guy. Yeah, he was fantastic. All right, Brian, where can we learn more about the different products you have and about you? Uh, well, you can read me on my social media. I got some surprises coming out in 2017. I'm sure you'd love to talk about uh, Brian Romley, R-O-E-M-M-E-L-E on Twitter and Quora. Uh, I do a long form on Quora and Medium also and got some other stuff coming out soon. And you notice I didn't ask you about this new Siberian Institute that you attended. Right? We're going <laughs> to next time, Brian. <laughs> next that's, time. That's the next teaser time. for everybody. Thanks for taking the All time, right. Brian. Thank you very much, Sam. You take care.